Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Monday, August 10th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace, they offer you Mongo databases, it's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my special co-host, Ben Strahan. What's up, Ben? What's up? Just coming back from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I didn't shave. I actually trimmed mine. Mine's extra. It's like the same length as yours, but it's yeah, you know, it's extra short now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take off my wig. We're going to be twins. Oh, nice. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and I gave that that uh, testing class, and one of the guys said, "So, do I have to grow a beard and shave my head in order to really understand all this testing stuff?" <laughs> Oh, too funny. So yeah. no, you just get really old and then the hair goes away anyway. <laughs> I still remember the very first uh, Meteor Club podcast that we did with uh, Sasha and Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? There's all these bald heads. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> off of me. I'm like, I feel so lonely. One of these. You're just not old enough yet. It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty old. Yeah. You're yeah. out there? You're like yeah. 22, 23? What? I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm sticking with that. Okay, yeah, I am. What? So what are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about a scaling case study, which drew some flack in Media Club chat. And this should be mm-hmm. interesting. Commenting on atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Splitting up the band. <gasps> we're going to break apart Meteor. This maybe. is awesome. <laughs> uh, front-end performance comparison. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I'd call it a comparison. And a Meteor conference. Un- unconference. Unconference. Un-conference. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So our good friend Sasha posted about, he made a new site called uh, The Screenings, which is pretty cool, by the way. I'm going to say, I really was digging the design that he did for that. He showed it to me like prior to launch and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I had no idea, right? Like Sasha is still a pretty big name in the designer community. And so like he got this thing posted up on like Product Hunt and a couple other places. And like all of a sudden he was having a huge influx of traffic. And he even said, like he talked about, he put- What I'm amazed is like, yeah, he's on Product Hunt and stuff, but in the article he's like, that was nothing, right? The, like, yeah, the mistake was is a mailing list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, that's the funny part to me, right? Like, so the one gigabyte digital ocean instance using Meteor Up and a Compose Oplog MongoDB deployment. So, that, like, this is almost dead on. I think I have Nginx sitting in front of mine for Crater, but this is almost dead on the Crater setup. So, it puts it on Product Hunt, hits peaks at around 250 concurrent connections. And he's like, nothing, right? Like no noticeable slowdowns. Although I will say, I think the, the place that 
telescope could be cleaned up is in the notifications. I just upgraded, so I haven't had a chance to look at Kadira yet, but I'm guessing you could do some indexing there to make that a little faster. Because there's something like 50,000 records in there now for Crater. So he just doesn't have a lot there. But then he emails all the sidebar people and says, hey, check out this new site I put up. And like the active users jumped up to 657 in his screenshot. And it looks like it went even higher than that. Typical, like when I see uh, Crater go belly up, my CPU graph looks exactly like the one he posted in this story, you know, where it's just humming along and then all of a sudden something hits it and it just shoots straight up to 100% and just kind of stays there. And uh, with Crater, like it would just, like, you're just SOL. Like there's nothing you could do. Like it had to be rebooted because I think the box runs out of memory at that point and just hard locks for me anyway. Yeah. From and, that point forward, I think I think the article was an advertisement for Meteor Hacks. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, he talked about uh, Fast Render and Subs Manager, mm-hmm. and then uh, he jumped the box from a one gig to a four gig dual core. I think the the downside is going to the dual core. Like he had four times the memory, but you know, Node is single threaded, so it doesn't really take advantage of that second core. So he would have had to spin up like a second app instance on that machine or something along those lines. And I think, you know, this is where his like lack of DevOps or like bigger scaling chops kind of comes into play because for me, like all I would have done is just spin up a second one gig box and then use Nginx to kind of proxy people to the correct boxes and then just load balance that way. I want to do that with um, Crater soon and set it up that way. So there's like two app servers. And so anyway, you know, he was talking about maybe using cluster for me, I'd rather use something like HA proxy because it can do the SSL termination and SSL is kind of important, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like just totally like he, he just kind of threw it on a bigger box and then just decided like it was late and he would go to bed. And this is, (laughs) this is where like, you know, uh, Abby, from the chat room was like, what? That doesn't count. Like, you're not allowed to just say that and go to bed. So, I don't know. Dude, I love Avi. He is it, intense, man. It's all relative, right? Like, I mean, you know, Sasha's, like, his site's still responding. People are able to look at everything and do stuff. So, like, he's just, he's cool with knowing that it's getting hammered and, like, it may get unresponsive here and there. And it's no big deal to him. So he's able to just call it a day right there. And Abby's like, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you'd probably get fired, right? Because you're like a professional (laughs) employee and you have to be responsible for your code. And, you know, Sasha's running his own business with Discover Meteor and Telescope and all that kind of stuff. Like that's his call to make, you know? So he he can go to bed. Yeah. (laughs) Totally legit. Well, the lesson of the story, everyone. Don't work for someone. Work for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) When things are crashing, you can just go to bed and take a sleeping pill. Yeah, not not the case. So over the weekend, (laughs) I I upgraded Crater, and that was not the case. Like, I I was definitely, like, what hair I had left, (laughs) I pulled out. But no, seriously, it it wasn't that bad. But the the migrations took, like, an hour. Mm. There was a lot more data than I realized. Like, I, I had copied an older database from maybe six months ago down to my machine and yeah. like yeah, even that wasn't as big as what's in production now it turns out so crazy wow wow all right so yes. 
Atmosphere comments. Boom, boom, boom. What do we got here? Talking about, where was that at? Let me. It was on Crater. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. I'm getting the page right now. <laughs> so. Just keep who, waiting. Who waiting. posted this? Is this like one of your like aliases, Josh? Yeah, yeah, Does totally. Hermy? Hermy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be an awesome experience uh, for other devs to know like what they're thinking about the packages. Why don't we have comments in atmosphere? Basically, that's what the guy was asking. And it had 16 responses, 16 comments. And uh, even Sashko was commenting on it. And it seems like, like there isn't a definitive answer. Like it was like kind of like open-ended from Sashko talking about like media forums or it like overlapping some GitHub issues. And so it sounds to me like there's a conversation to be had about this. There's two sides that are interesting here, right? And so like as a package developer, I could see his point of, you know, the overlap with GitHub issues. Like I'd really hate to be having to check another source as someone who's maintaining a package. But at the same time, I think package developers don't um, necessarily do the best job at documentation or maintaining GitHub issues or any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, frankly, like if you look at accounts entry, like that's not being maintained by differential anymore or by me. And like, it's just kind of languishing, but people are still using it. It still works. Mm -hmm. I think it would be nice to park a comment right there and just say like, hey, this is like unsupported going forward or hey this is up for someone to take over and we'd be happy to turn it over to you you know something yeah like that. Mm -hmm. and there's no great place to do that right and so mm -hmm. he's right we could do it in the meteor forums we could put it on the git repo i mean there's a number of options but a great book for user experience people is called don't make me think mm. yeah and like this conversation it seems like people are thinking too much and <laughs> The easy thing would be like, let's put comments on the packages on Atmosphere. Yeah. Like, honestly, just, just drop the discus code right in, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Like, yeah. don't, even, don't even make it fancy. Just make it yeah. work. Yeah. Just get it done. But see, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I've got my soapbox, right? Like, it, it saddens me that still we have no, like, this is probably the single largest traffic instance of an application in the Meteor community, and it's not, like, open-sourced in any way. And now... I, I loved <laughs> Aranota. <laughs> Did you see his little one-liner to you? That's why it's not open-sourced? <laughs> I don't get that, though. Like, what, what does he mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, man, this is, like, there's, like, a lot of undertones that if you're not really in it, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'll just say, like, I emailed Matt, like, right after they bought Percolate, and I said, so does this mean you're going to open source Atmosphere? And he said, oh, that's interesting. We hadn't thought about that. And I said, well, you should. Yeah. <laughs> Not only will it be beneficial to the community, but I also think it could be beneficial to Atmosphere in the long run, right? Because uh, people could come in and start to optimize it yeah. and clean it up. Like, and okay, so say there's, like, a security bug because of you know, how it was built and stuff. Mm -hmm. what's, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like someone like hacks a package where like it's multiple stars or something like that. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, mean, it's like... So like, the, my understanding is like a lot of the data lives in the, the package ecosystem itself. So like there's a, I think it's like packages.meteor.com or something like that. There's a server out there that houses all this data that Atmosphere is pulling in 
and then it it pulls in additional data on its own. Yeah. Um, but like the GitHub repo URLs and the package names and all that kind of stuff is all all in the uh, in the the actual mm-hmm. package server DDP mm-hmm. connection. So yeah, yeah. So why not uh, open source it? Yeah, and well, and then you know Sashko's point was like, well, you know, we've got fastosphere and all those other kind of options out there that was interesting to hear him say that why don't we go work on that and i'm like well we could work on that but then again like you know the biggest bang for our bucks going to be to fix atmosphere because they yeah. they've done a lot of work they've gotten additional metadata that's not necessarily mm-hmm. in the package ecosystem data anymore so it's like well it's very interesting when like someone who's from i mean and i don't want to like say that he's talking for mdg but like it's an MDG product now, uh, Atmosphere, and it's interesting. Like they're saying, like, hey, like, go use another product if you want to like build it out and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, make some competition and all that stuff. Or I don't know. It's it's interesting conversation. Yeah. But like then again, we're assuming work. It's kind of like unfair to say like, oh, Sashko is like in charge of it. You know, or, or Sashko is like. He's, he's the guy that engages the most in the public. So yeah. like, I don't, just because he works at MGG doesn't mean he's the official spokesperson either. Exactly. Exactly. I think like maybe we're, maybe I'm crucifying him too much because like, and I should just appreciate him for being part of the community and just, like, I, I, I think yeah. he generally has an interest in seeing positive things happen. And yeah. so he tries to keep the conversation going. Yeah. And um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I do too. I commend Sashko on it. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's just rhetoric just with the atmosphere thing. It's just whatever things will keep on going and things are going great and it just would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, one guy totally got downvoted. I can see all the points like who got uh, downvoted and upvoted <laughs> and like this Mario guy at the bottom is talking about like atmosphere packages today is like playing Russian roulette. Like that was <laughs> negative two points. Yeah. Oh, you, you can see that. I can yeah. see he got one upvote and three downvotes as well. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. I should put, you know. You got one more up. I didn't even uh, read it. I'm just having fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Terrible comment. Don't know about it. <laughs> it is. Actually, now I'm reading it. What the hell? Download it. Download it. I change it. You get a download. <laughs> Ooh, there it went. All right. Anyway, <laughs> having fun with creator comments. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Sashko. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Splitting up Meteor. Yeah. What? No, it's not as sensationalistic as it sounds, I guess. It is interesting, though, because uh, he's talking about trying to uh, starting to split Meteor into smaller umbrella packages rather than one large umbrella package. And so right now, uh, if you look in a Meteor app, like in your .meteor packages uh, file, you'll notice usually the first line is going to be Meteor-Platform. And so right before, I want to say in 09, they switched somewhere around then, they switched and had this Meteor-Platform package that they started including. And basically that one just includes all the other sub-stuff that makes up Meteor, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it includes things like Live Query and DDP and uh, Mini Mongo and uh, I don't know you know, all the, all the crap, right? Mm-hmm. Blaze. Uh, yeah. Blaze. Yeah. That's <laughs> tiny, you know, the concern here is 
make it easier to remove some packages. You know, now that they're supporting different view layers, it should be easier to not necessarily have Blaze in there and include mm-hmm. the one you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of different things in here that he talks about, just like auto update or like the new uh, ES6 stuff. What what are we calling that? Is it is it ES2015? Is it ECMA? We decided. Did we? In the chat. Yes. We, we call it Lucy. Lucy. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Anywho. Totally. People should join Meteor Club to know what we're talking about. Otherwise, everything's just going to be weird inside jokes. Come yeah. on, people. Inside, join the group. Inside baseball. There were some interesting points to the initial question. And then a lot of people started uh, dropping in comments. And mm-hmm. there, was, there was some interesting back and forth. You know, the, the one that I love that came up was he pointed out that, you know, Mongo, if, uh, if they pull out Mongo to be kind of like its own self-contained package, then there needs to be a way to drop in. Like if you don't have Mongo installed, then it shouldn't try to fire a Mongo database when you start the app. I, I'd love to see it more extensible. And I think Chet uh, Korkos said this down in the bottom as well. Like it, it'd be really nice to be able to issue your own database start commands or some kind of like uh, meteor runtime command that gets issued in development mode. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure Rails has a way to do this now. Nowadays. I'd love to see meteor have that kind of ability as well. So there's a few things that stood out to me. One is Stashko did an amazing job writing this. Mm, he like always the, does. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Props for that. Dang. Yeah. It makes, it puts me to shame. Man, I hope I don't get compared to this guy. Anyway. So, and then another one is he was mentioning like, this is going to be in 1.2. Like oh. it wasn't like an if or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Uh, so under other changes, number four, Meteor platform will no longer be part of the future Meteor releases. Apps upgraded to Meteor 1.2 will automatically be updated to use this package listed above. So it is going to be reality in 1.2, right? Yeah, definitely. So if if you wanted to comment, you missed your chance. But, you know, I think the thread's still open and conversation's still happening. And there are definitely some very interesting points coming up. You know, either way, I think this is good in the long term for the Meteor community. And I'm glad to see that they're thinking about this kind of stuff because we need to be more modular if we want better adoption, right? Like we can't just force Blaze or Mongo onto people necessarily if they don't want. So speaking of that, speaking of forcing things on top of people. So, oh, that came out weird. It's a terrible segue. Jeez. Speaking of Slimy, slimy. Anyway, talking about like breaking things out and not wanting to have Blaze included and mixing things up, uh, front-end performance comparison. And this was written by MDG no. on their blog. No. Sean is not part of the team? I have no idea if he's part of the team. Uh, I took it that he wasn't. He's not on the team page. I think it's a guest post. He said, uh, Sean McKay, a web developer and educator, examines web performance across various front-end frameworks available for Meteor. So I took uh, it to be a guest post. Uh, this will be the second guest post that I know of on their blog. First one, yeah. Raul. Yeah, and that, that was a cool one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
In fact, that got our eyes I, uh, at uh, OK Grow, kind of like peeking a little bit. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Anyway, getting off subject. Nice going, Josh. We have a podcast to record here. Come on, man. Anyway, comparing performance of Blaze React, Angular Meteor, and Angular 2 with Meteor. So this is a really well-written blog post. It's very long. But I, I've got to imagine it was a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like put together pretty well. I love GIFs. I'm a GIF kind of guy. Totally. Uh, I like the resources that he showed, mm. like Timing JS. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. But there's like all these like little caveats that like I'm reading in between the lines and it just, I can't walk away with anything concrete. So like yeah. if I just appear, you're saying, hey, which way are we going and why? I, I wouldn't be able to reference this article. Yeah. The big problem here, as with any performance kind of comparison article, is that testing things is very hard. And the fact that he has to say, like, there's there's no way for him to get an even playing field to run these tests mm-hmm. uh, should be a reason to stop and try to figure out how to do it. So I know for a fact that you can remove Blaze. Like, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. There's no easy way to remove Blaze, but it is doable. Yeah. The fact that it's on the Meteor blog, I would have hoped, like, someone would have technically reviewed his article and said, like, ooh, time out. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's get you help right here and fix this yeah. before you publish this thing. So, well, it is good. I, I would have liked to see them because – Basically, you look at the first one and you're like, script load speed. Oh, wow. Blaze is like way better. It's like yeah. 900 milliseconds. Yeah. And the nearest guy is like uh, React at uh, yeah. almost 1100. Like, yeah. And uh, then big blaring disclaimer. Oh, by the way, Blaze is uploaded with all of them. Yeah. And so yeah. if we remove Blaze, then it probably would speed things up. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. And you're like, oh, why include this in the article then? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I, I appreciate what he did. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, that's where MDG should have stepped in, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I, I reached out to him after I read this article as well. And I just said, like, it would have been really great because in the performance comparison I saw given at ReactConf, they watched the memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he went back and added some memory statistics as well to the scripts that he was running. And he said, honestly, it was like almost across the board. All three of them were kind of at the same kind of memory point which was interesting. Oh, I just saw one, some, saw someone walk by the window that we know. Oh, who's that? Is that Dean? Oh. Ah! <laughs> Who is this guy? Nice. Hello, stranger. What's your name? This was totally planned. I feel bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was I have planned. no idea what you're talking about. You know, it was planned. Our nice. Son, that was planned. <laughs> Josh, you didn't get the memo? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> How's it going, Dean? All right, man. Nice. We're staying nice. together at the Tech Nexus. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys having fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We're photobombing each other's meetings all day long. <laughs> you need, like, big fiesta hats or something for walking by for <laughs> photobombing the meetings. Heck, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. We got to do that. Yeah. Very cool. Like a Sharknado hat. <laughs> dude gosh you should work with us totally. come on over man come work at tech nexus in chicago that's Short a bit of a commute <laughs> <laughs> cool so we we're just about to dive into something really interesting yeah how's that 
We're talking about the uh, front-end comparison article that was on Meteor last week. Oh, I thought we were going to segue into something really neat about community and getting Oh, well, yeah, okay. So we'll just, we'll wrap this up. We'll call this one done. You know, maybe the interesting thing here is that the rendering speed for generating rows like Angular 2 was the clear, clear winner. And uh, Angular... One was the clear loser, and Blaze came in a distant third. I don't know. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We're looking at the chart right now. Yeah. So is this is this a meaningful comparison? I think some of it needs to be reworked a little bit to be a little more meaningful. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say the uh, the gener the row generation time is probably somewhat meaningful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you go down and like the story's a little bit different where uh, regeneration. So like changes coming down, the next chart down. Oh yeah, okay. So Blaze actually does, again, still like Angular 2 like barely breaks a sweat and then Blaze comes in second by like not an order of magnitude, but it's like half the time. Of look at how React is working. Like, like React has horrible performance. <laughs> well, I, so again, like React. You're going to get that big. They're, they're all like super, super close down at the like 1,000 and 5,000 kind of changes yeah, yeah. mark. This is, we're talking about like 50,000, which I don't even, like who has 50,000 items on a page that anyone mm -hmm. gives a crap about watching change? Yeah. <laughs> How many apps are in production with Angular 2 right now? <laughs> Loaded. Awkward. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Speaking of community, you're right. Let's let's segue. Let's talk about this last one. The first unofficial Meteor conference. <laughs> Meteor unconference. Oh, you you got photobombed. That's a random random guy. <laughs> no, some dude that uh, he I heard just, Meteor unconference. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he just thought I looked good. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, yes, finally, I can take the wraps off of what I've been working on. I guess I should hit post on this. A real announcement. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have spent the last couple months trying to figure out how to have a Meteor conference. Uh, I actually have a really interesting graph up on my desktop that shows, like, Meteor.js versus React.js in Google Trends. Mm -hmm. And you can clearly see where, uh, and I don't expect my conference to do this, but you can clearly see where the React conference happened and like the Google Trends like jumped. It was like double or triple the amount of search traffic that React had before. And it's like, it's basically kept a steady stream mm -hmm. since then. And so, you know, like I, I, I definitely felt like that was happening back in February and wanted to see Meteor do something similar, like let's, let's make some waves and show people that we can talk about awesome things as well. Show them what the Meteor community is up to and sadly Meteor's in, in full on growth mode and they don't have time to take on something like this. So somewhere, I saw you take a picture. <laughs> what? How do you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, just barely. I'm trying to be like Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to them and, you know, I wanted to have one in San Francisco and they would prefer to run the, the first official media conference in San Francisco. You know, they're targeting 
sometime in 2016 in, in my talks with Mark and Mark, the two Marks, I just started racking my brain, like, what can we do instead? And I like the, the idea of Rails Camp. And so I, I kind of like molded it into my own thing and came up with Meteor Space Camp. And so uh, it's going to be October 23rd to the 26th. It'll be in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh, which is drivable for me, maybe. And it's not too expensive for you guys to fly. But apparently, if you're going to fly from Korea, it's a little expensive to get to Gatlinburg. Uh, yes. <laughs> Who's coming from Korea? Uh, Michael Schulman was talking about coming in from Korea. Oh, cool. I just, I just met with him uh, online. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to swing it, though. It's just too much travel-wise. So. But we've got a lot of awesome people that are coming now. I was just talking to Abby, and he's saying they might come and give nice. a talk on like building a native mobile app with a Meteor backend. So yeah. that would be kind of awesome to hear about. Yeah, you so you two are I, coming. Can I, show you, can I show the audience the uh, the art there? Yeah, Meteor Space Camp. Yep. Good job. Good it has job. a website, so it's official. Yep. Meteorspace.camp. <laughs> Meteorspace.camp. <laughs> it's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, so you get there Friday night, and we'll hang out Saturday and Sunday all day, and then you'd leave Monday. Friday night, we'll probably hang out, have some food, drink, play board games, that kind of thing. They got a pool table and a shuffle board upstairs. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably have fires going outside because it'll be like fall in the mountains. It'll be cool. I'm really afraid of drinking. You're afraid of drinking? Because of history with you? Because <laughs> I've seen pictures of this place, and it looks awesome. But, man, but it's it, on a cliff. hanging off of a cliff. Yeah, yeah, totally. And if I fall off that patio, I'm dead. <laughs> you don't have another podcast partner, because nice. I'll be hanging out with Dean, and I'll probably grab him with me, and he's going over. <laughs> oh, no, please. And you're all by yourself, so I don't know. Yeah, look yeah there you go. Look at that sucker. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you're watching on the YouTube version, you get to see pictures. Or you, <laughs> you can go to the website and see them as well. Yeah, that's true. They're yes. better quality on the website. Yeah. Well, that, place, that place looks killer. So I will say, I got an awesome email today from Avital, and he's like, this looks fun. If I get a basic ticket, can I like pitch a tent outside? And so I called the place, and they're like, we won't stop you if you want to pitch a tent somewhere around there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So who knows? Maybe Avatar will be staying on the the uh, concrete patio outside in a tent. So second second official message is if you want to hang out with MDG in a private place in a tent, <laughs> conference of the unconference <laughs> in the driveway of this big like building. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We, we have limited space, so I don't know how many people. There's going to be people coming out of the woods. Pitch They're going to be waiting for MDG to come out of the door. They don't want to pay for tickets. <laughs> I hear you work a meteor. Yeah. <laughs> when's when's 1.2 coming out? Can you tell yeah. me? I'm waiting. I'm dying. <laughs> you look familiar. Do you work for MDG by chance? Do you? <laughs> this is going to nice. I love it. It's going to be good. Yeah. It'll definitely be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, anyone could register to speak? Well, you just register and you show up. I think I'll probably pencil in. Like, I want to hear Avi's talk. So, I'll probably, like, 
automatically pencil that one in just because I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, some of the other talks we'll probably vote on and there'll be like a lightning talk area as well. So you'll be able to give little five minute talks or mm-hmm. eight minute talks. Like I'm not going to be a stickler. Like when you, when you go to dev shop, they've got like a five minute counter that like buzzes you off the stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so are your co-hosts, are we going to be announcing? Are we going to be like MCs of any sort? Do we get to like roast you? I think we should do a Josh Owens roast. <laughs> no, yeah. that's that okay. sounds terrible. That's we called that's called drinking. Two against one. We just said roast. <laughs> roast, okay. roast, roast. Yeah. Nice, cool. <laughs> and you know what? We'll ask your wife since she's like your wife, so she like counts as your vote, and she'll probably say yeah, right? Probably, yeah. All right, so we got three. Seems uh, likely. All right, roast Josh. So come we'll to Space Camp if you mm-hmm. want to roast Josh. Yeah, yeah. I think on Sunday we'll do that. Sunday, right. Sunday dinner. Okay, set. <laughs> I'm so glad we organized this. Speaking of, so the one thing I did not mention is that my wife is coming with me and she will be cooking all the food from scratch and she's amazing. That is unbelievable. Yes. That is a benefit I've never even considered getting like at a conference. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cooks amazing food, so you're in for a treat. <laughs> for sure. Very cool. Now I had to behave myself. Otherwise, she's going to say, you never can hang out with Ben again. <laughs> That Ben guy. Yeah, that Ben guy. <laughs> cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, oh, definitely. Okay, Grow is, is a big sponsor, right? Well, yes. Yes. Modulus. So, mm-hmm. Charlie, so Paul from OK Grow is going to be there. Actually, all you guys are going to be there, right? Mm, yep. Yeah, we're trying to get the whole team working on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Modulus, uh, Charlie, the CEO, is going to be coming down and hanging out. So, be kind of cool. You can have a beer with Charlie. Avi's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this point, like, it's all only been released to uh, the Media Club Slack chat room, so it's mostly just Media Club people. <laughs> mm, top secret. So uh, I'm guessing that this is probably going to so- sell out. How many tickets are we talking about that are available? Uh, 50 total. Uh, we've got, like, 29 on-site with lodging and then 21 off-site uh, you get your own lodging, but you can come in for the day and you'll still get food and you can hang out for the talks and that kind of thing. Right. You just can't, you can't drink into the wee hours of the morning with Ben and the hot tub. That's really what it comes down to. Hot tub. Okay. Yeah. So you want to make sure you get your onsite lodging if that's your goal. Did I mention that I'm European? I wear <laughs> European bathing suits. The beard like that, I can imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the uh, <laughs> All right, this is devolving. I'm gonna end it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I got uh, a few more things to do, so I'll let you guys finish up. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Come on, jeez! I mentioned a speedo, and everyone oh, runs away. Gosh, now I know what not to mention at the unconference. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm stoked. Our, there's gonna be recordings there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, because I was able to get OK Grow on, we got two gold sponsors. Uh, I'm going to try to find a videographer to record. I think we're going to try to have like a dual track. And so even if you can't make it to, obviously you can't make it to both talks if we have a dual track. So we're going to record that and then we'll put the whole thing up on YouTube for free afterwards. So even if you can't make it, if there's good talks, you'll see them on YouTube. Very cool. 
All right. Well, it's always good to do this with you, Josh. Yep. Thanks for in. Yep. Yeah, welcome to the, the, the new generation of this of this podcast, right? <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Talk to one of you next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye. This podcast has been a Meteor Club production. You can find out more information about Meteor Club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. Again, that's meteorjs.club.